You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Houston, we love you. Texans talk your daily news for the Texans catching up with the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Texans. I am John, and as always, my guy to the right, Cody Davis. How you doing today, John? A day before your birthday. I'm ready. You turning up tomorrow? I'm gonna do a little something. You yeah, know, just, please keep it a little something because it is on a Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. We ain't it's got hum- to... Ooh, it's a hump day. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. You can't really. I feel like you can't really go full. Out and celebrate your birthday. Not at 27, I can't. Nah, you I about to be 27? I'm about to be 27. Wow. Uh, at 27 years old, no, I can't go full out. But at 23, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll best her off. I can do what I want. LMR? Yes. It was mm. in college. This is uh, this is a wild time. Mm. This is a very wild time. I bet. Uh, but this is Locked On Podcast Network. They don't really care about my birthday. And if you do, guys, go shout me out. John, some sports guy, Hickman. If you want to send some money my way, come on now. Spread the love. That's what we do. Spread the love. So you're going to promote your birthday for the next two days on the show? Oh, I'm promoting my birthday for the next week. Mm. So uh, you don't do it. You don't do it like our friend Bryson, J25. Oh, no, I don't do that. I'm, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> subtle. Um, but like this is the 25th, which means we are about three weeks away from OTAs. The rookie OTAs for the Houston Texans kick off uh, July 21st. The vets, which you know, those guys probably won't come in at least the first couple of days, but the vet OTAs open up on the 24th of July. So we're just getting closer and closer and closer till. Are you ready for some football? I can't wait. I know you can't wait. The fans can't wait. It's a lot going on. Uh, the OTAs kind of have kicked off a little bit. You know, they had the practices going on. Mm-hmm. We had an amazing, one of our amazing uh, writers, Kenneth Oliver, he did a piece on uh, breakout stars this upcoming season. And a lot of these guys are just guys with the expectations of... And something to prove. There's something to prove. And expectations of, we know exactly what you can do. It's uh, just time for you to do it. So, can't wait to really dive into that list. And then on the other side of that, you know, some of the guys that are looking not so good after OTAs. And, listen... Every day, it, it, something reveals themselves. Well, not not something, but something reveals uh, more and more why Brian Gain was let go. Some of these guys oh, on this boy. list, it's just some of the guys on this list came from him. Yeah, <laughs> because of the deals he decided <laughs> to do, you know, wasting wasting that money that the Texans had to play with. So, uh, we're definitely going to dive into that. And then uh, just, you know, I don't know what else. It's going to have some fun today. Let me ask you a question before we, you know, break out and move along before the first break. How would you feel if you left two girlfriends naked in your bed and they stole half a million dollars from you? 
this. Oh, you'd be Le'Veon Bell. That's what you would be. I, I just don't. What's up with these guys, man? I, I don't. <laughs> first of all, maybe you should have came to Houston. That wasn't gonna happen down here. Mm-mm. Our women are way too solid. They would rather stay girlfriends and not steal than steal, and then now they have a nine one one call and you know the identity. But what the hell is wrong with these guys? Like, why would you let them just? Well, I, I, they stole jewelry, stole money. But maybe he has some kind of trust factor with them or something. I don't know. I mean, we we all have done it. Well, it's not. No, no, I've never got half a million dollars stolen well, from me. I've never got half a million. Half of me. I'm just talking about we all have left our significant other or girlfriend. Others. Well, others then. NFL I mean, is crazy. You know, I've I never been in a situation where I had others, but I'm just saying we all have done it. You know, hey, got to get up go to class, got to get up go to work. You know, your little friend, girlfriend, wife. Whatever the case is. You know, you know, laying there, you know, so that's crazy. Maybe we did catch a break by not signing him. Maybe. Oh, we know we did it. How we should have got him. I, I just, man, got him. I mean, but honestly, we can't say that because we, I don't, we don't have nothing they want to steal like that. Probably true. Because with me, they, they, they only going to steal two things, either a Kobe Bryant book, a PlayStation, all my Michael Jackson collection. I got a nice TV at home. Oh well, I mean everybody got a nice TV. That's these true. Days. I'm not special. I mean, no I'm nobody. I mean, this is not 2000. Well, oh my God, you got a flat screen. Like, I'm come not, on, yeah, man. I'm not special at all. I'm, I'm not special. Like nobody won't know. What you gonna steal my my glasses? If somebody steal my glasses, I'm pretty screwed. <laughs> I can't see without it. But what we can see is coming up next. Breakout stars for the upcoming season. Don't go anywhere. Locked on Texas podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily news for your team. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Locked On Texans Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. And you can also find us at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. Do not forget to subscribe to all of those. If you have an Android, yeah, with your green notifications, go oh, ahead and get Not too much your, on Android. Team Android over here. Go no, get your... better than yours. Go to, go to your Android store. What's go your ahead battery and life? Get, actually, my battery life is pretty low right now. But I haven't charged my phone. I haven't charged my phone. My battery life is 57. I'm at 38. Oh, wow. I'm okay. But go to your app store and download the Google Podcast. If you're a team iPhone, like a lot of America is, because we're just brand junkies, go to your Apple store and download. Well, you already have it on your phone. Just go and subscribe to the Locked On Texans podcast. Spotify as well. Download that app, Stitcher and Megaphone. And where else can they find us, Cody? I just want you to know Apple is the devil. And where else can they find us, Cody? <laughs> they, but they, they just—they are the devil. But what is not the devil is you can argue that sports. That's right. You can also find this show on youcanarguethatsports.com. And please don't forget to subscribe. And as, and as always, that is a sports website. That, that is a sports website that was created by myself, Cody Davis, and of course, my man, John. Some sports guy Hickman. And check this out, man. We have some talented writers for the site. We have some writers for the Houston Texans. Uh, we've also covered. Uh, the Houston Sabercat, the rugby team who ended their season off pretty hot, um, baseball, college football, just uh, a, a lot of things. You can find articles and podcasts, but specifically, we have a talented writer, Kenneth Oliver, and he discussed, you know, wrote about breakout stars for this upcoming season. Now, uh, some of these guys may not be breakout stars per se, 
But I definitely agree with a lot of what Kenneth was saying, especially with some of these names. The breakout part comes with the filling expectations. The one name that stood out to me the most that Mr. Oliver wrote about was, of course, Kiki Kuti. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like what he had to say about Kiki. I truly believe that Kiki, this will be a breakout season for Kiki um, coming up in 2019. When you take a look at what he was able to do last year, it was more like a little tease. Um, Let me play with you. Let me. Yeah, yeah, it was more like a little bit of tease. Um, Of course, you know, he. His rookie season, unfortunately, he battled a couple injuries, and uh, he only got on the field um, six times through last season. But it was a, it was like a little tease, you know. You you ever walked around Sam's Club? And I used to work here. You walk around Sam, and people have those little demos. Get your little sample. taste, little yes. sample. That's what last season was, and. Due to the injuries of Will Fuller, um, once again, as I've been saying ever since we started, we, ever since we took over this show, John, we still don't know what type of player Will Fuller is going to be when he comes back. At least but, not over a course of a 16-game season because at, we exactly, haven't seen it. Exactly. You know, we, we still haven't seen it. But, you know, one of the things that I wanted to see the Houston Texans do, and unfortunately they did not, was to go out and get another receiving to go out and give another receiver who can go out and take the pressure off of DeAndre Hopkins and also um, give Deshaun Watson another target to look for down the field. I truly believe Kiki Kuti will be this type of player. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm just excited to see what he's going to bring in 2019. What about you? Yeah, I'm definitely excited simply because of familiarity with the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm just, you know... Going over what Kenan had to say, listen, he's he is a slot guy who's very agile, quick rather than fast. He can get open in a phone booth. And um I, I think maybe with the focus of him staying healthy, which is a hundred percent, you know, accurate, everybody, no matter if you're Will Fuller, Kiki, uh, anybody on this team, the Texans always want to be as healthy as possible, mm-hmm. especially considering that that hasn't been a norm for them year in and year out. So um, what his predictions was 85 catches, 953 yards, and seven TDs for uh, Cutie. I, I think that's a little too high, but I think the possibility of him reaching that is very high uh, because of we just don't know a lot of, of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Right, we don't know how long uh, Fuller's going to be able to come back and bounce back and stay on the field. I want to at least see twelve games. I think twelve games is a good number. Um, also, considering that the Texans do have a couple other threats now, uh, and another guy that he mentioned that is on this list, Jordan Thomas, the tight ends that they drafted last year, they will be going into their second year. Uh, Deontay Foreman. Will be coming back. He will get a lot of opportunities to catch the ball out of the out of the backfield. You also have the rookie tight end that you drafted in the third round, which I think was pivotal on Brian Gang getting fired. But that's another conversation for a different time. Hmm. Walker Hill Warren. So there are some new faces and familiar faces that are going to be around this offense that is all you know built up to give Deshaun Watson every weapon he need to go into a shootout. Uh, with that being said, Kiki being in the slot placed on linebackers will definitely be a win for this offense moving forward. If he can win those one-on-one battles, which I'm taking a slot receiver with his quickness over a linebacker 
any day of the week, it's not even close, then yeah, he can maybe get to that 900 mark. I think the seven TDs is not a far fetch. Mm. I think that's something that can be very, very easy for him to do out of a 16 games uh, a stretch of him playing well, on that I will, field. I would hope so because he's going to be at least the at least the third option at the wideout position. But since we're talking about Kiki Kunti, there's a guy on this list that I'm truly rooting for. And, of course, we already talked about him a little bit, and that's Will Fuller. Kenny went on to talk about, you know, Will Fuller's really fast. We all know that. Yeah, he we can, know that. He can burn by anybody. And I'm really rooting for Will Fuller right off the bat because last year, man, my heart was hurt. When he tore his ACL in that game against Miami. Do you realize what this man was doing in the first seven games of the season? I think he had, what, eight touchdowns? He was on track for a really good career season. This man, before he tore his ACL, man, he was on track to have a really good career season. 503 yards on 32 receptions, four touchdowns. Those numbers do not sound like, oh, my God, eye-popping. but An average of fifty, almost 16 yards per catch. Exactly. The longest was 73. Fuller is a guy that can be scary. He can be a Deshaun Jackson in this league for this offense, man. I do agree with Kenan on this standpoint. I believe that Will Fuller will, he can have a breakout season. And I'm rooting for him to have that breakout season. But do I believe he's going to? No. And I only say that because of the injuries, man. This, this, this He's going into his fourth season, and we have yet to see this guy play a full season. And that's the scary part about that's it. That's so uh, scary. Going into this season, this is the time of a career where your first big contract starts to get talked about. And just like another guy on your team that is not around the team right now because of a contract, what do you want to do to secure your contract? If you're an, if you're a guy that wants a big contract but you have no no room to really discuss anything, then okay, you can go out and continue to be you know, what Will Fuller has been. I'm going to show you flashes, but never the full pie. Well, you got a guy on your team like Jadavian Clowney. Those first couple of years in the league were rough. But look at the last two. What does he do? He balls out. Pro Bowl appearances, the whole nine. So look at how he has, especially with what has been going on with the organization as of late with no GM. Clowney has a lot of room to do what he wants to do and kind of has more leverage. Will Fuller, this is your year to gain more leverage because of how you play. And I'm sure we're not the only ones that think, now, now if he's on the field, then yeah, Will Fuller's going to do his thing. But fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. Yeah, maybe I was supposed to be fooled. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I just, you know, that's that's what I deserve. Uh, another guy that I really liked on this list, the fact that we did lose Christian Covington, who signed to the Cowboys this offseason, that does leave a void on the opposite side of J.J. Watt. Carlos Watkins is mm. expected to do a lot more than what he's been doing thus far in his career. Carlos Watkins hasn't been a big number guy. Uh, his rookie year, only 12 tackles, no sacks. Last year, one sack uh, with one uh, 
a couple of tackles. So he didn't even produce as much as he did his rookie year. He's going to be a guy with more playing time that's going to have higher expectations. Well, I call him a breakout star. Not necessarily a breakout star. I would. But, but, a, but I mean, if that's how you look at it, I'm not mad at being called a breakout star. I'm just thinking he's a guy that's going to gain more opportunity to play, which he is because of that void that needs to be filled. And on top of that, we don't really know if Jadavion Connor is going to play this year. That's what I'm saying. Without so a Jadavion lot of Connor, these guys have to step up. more opportunity for him to step up and show – his talents show what he is worth on that defensive end. Has to be. And I believe uh, Watkins is a guy that can move around on the defensive front. You know which who is else? Gonna be good. You know who else? Can it actually hit the nail in the coffin right here that I didn't think about? Justin Reed. Yeah, and I like the I like the the <laughs> fact that he said I know it's tough to call it a breakout season because he was an all pro. <laughs> but honestly, I do with 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 the Texans no longer having Jackson and no longer having Teron Matthews. A lot of this, uh, a lot going to be placed on Justin Reed's shoulders in this yes. upcoming season. Yeah. So I, if he was, I'm, I'm excited to see what this, what this guy's really about. Personally, you still got Cornell as your DC. I think Justin Reed will have an even much better year than what he did last year. I'm real. I think um, he might be the one person on this list that might have the biggest breakout. I think, honestly, this may be too early to tell because we really, I, you know, and I'm a guy that I hate those too early to tell predictions. We're not even in July yet. We're not even at the end of July when things really get cooking, right? Mm-hmm. When we get hard knocks. But I will go on record to say this. There's a strong possibility that at the end of this 2020 season, Justin Reed is a top two safety in this league. Wow, that's a bold statement. I would say I so. I would say top ten, possibly top. I five. think right now he's a top ten safety. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, he's a guy that can cover. He's a guy that can tackle, and he has a good sense for the ball in the air. Year you know two. what? Come to think of it, uh, all pro last season. Come to think of it, I do not agree with you as I originally thought because, like I said, with Matthews and Jackson's no Jackson no longer on this team. The ball is basically in Justin's Reed court right now. And yeah, but they also brought in Deshaun Gibson, who is a phenomenal safety. He's not going to give up a lot that Honey Badger did. Look at the numbers Honey Badger had against Gronk and Ertz. Go look at the numbers Gibson had. So Honey in this Badger, system, Honey Badger just had a bad season. Not only that, to me, I still believe Honey Badger. Well, if bad. Honey Badger had a bad season and Justin Reed, Justin Reed was an All Pro. What do you think he's going to be able to do with a, a better safety at that position? You Who said had a better safety. Um, we'll see. So I'm definitely excited to see that. One thing I will say, which we're going to get into next, some of these cornerbacks, your boy sign, your boy gang sign. Ain't none of my boy. That's, that's your boy. That's not my boy. That's your boy. Well, none of them boys are uh, coming out of camp. Woo. It ain't looking too good for some of these guys. Who are we talking about? We're going to find out more next. But before we dip out of here, one thing you never want to do is get too much dip on your chip. You don't want to do that. And how can you get too much dip on your chip? Not preparing. You know you got a business meeting. You know you have to go sit in front of 12 to 15 execs in the office. And you know how you get nervous. And you know how you can sweat through your shirt sometimes. 
why even jeopardize any of that and get in that BS shirt? Who has the shirts you need? Well, that's Twillery. These shirts are phenomenal. I got mine in the mail and I can't stop wearing it. I love my shirt. This is this time of the year, especially this is the Houston crowd. We're catering to you guys. If we're catering to you guys, listen to what we're saying. You want to beat that heat. You don't want to be stuck out in traffic on the way to work, on the way to anywhere that you have to perform, and you don't look the part. Go to Twillery.com. Again, that's Twillery.com backslash Houston to check out their shirts. They have dress shirts, sports shirts. You don't want to be caught with an itchy shirt. You don't want to be caught with a shirt that wrinkles or sweats in 2019. We have cars that drive themselves. You don't think you deserve a shirt that won't get sweaty? Twillery.com backslash Houston. Again, Twillery.com backslash Houston. Coming up next, what is the news out of training camp for some of the guys game brought in? It's not really that good. All of that and more Locked On Texas Podcast on Locked On Podcast Network. Oh my gosh, welcome back to the Locked On Texas guys on Locked On Podcast Network. Your daily news for your local team and that local team would happen to be the Houston Texans, the GMless Houston Texans. Well, can I say that? The what? The GMless Houston Texans. Yeah, does you that fit? Say that. I mean, we had a GM, and these names that we about to run through is the reason why he's not the GM no more. At least some of them. The gang guys. Hashtag gang guys. This is what this is. Because uh, some of these guys, Brian Game brought in. Well, uh, they just terrible, terrible, terrible. Let me tell you the first one. Though, I think we can all just get on real quick because it just. Listen, guys, this is where I kind of get a little bit more frustrated than logical in a sense, uh, simply because they have the third most cap. They had around $90 million. We know. And, and not only that, like a couple days before he were he was fired, Trent Williams made it known he wanted out of D.C. and he's not going to play. Uh, and there was uh, plenty other moves that could have been made that would have significantly helped this team out. But one move you've made that I hated, and this guy is not practicing right now due to injury, which because, well, <laughs> that's his M.O., that's what happens. McAleel. His stock is down after OTAs, and like I said, he's not practicing due to injury, which has been his reoccurring theme in his career outside of his rookie year. Uh, a one-year deal. He had a knee injury last season. and so, well, Sidelined him for the 2018 season, signed him to a 7.5 one-year deal. Um, I just – that's a name that you throw out immediately and say, well – that's why. That's the reason why Gain is gone. It's frustrating because you had the money to go out and do things, and not only that, even when a, a, a all pro left tackle like Trip Williams makes it known that he wants out of where he's at, which is in D.C. for the Redskins, you just sit there. <laughs> okay. I don't understand it. Another stock that is down right now, Bradley Roby. That's your boy. Ain't none of that's my boy. That's gang guy. Ain't none of my boy. So that's two. And you know it's bad. You know, I'm going to keep track how many of these guys came from gang. 
you know it's bad when your head coach comes right out, out of the gate and says he hasn't done much. So we'll have to see in training camp. Mm. That is a direct <laughs> quote from Bill O'Brien. And you know Bill is a very straight shooter guy. Yep. He's straightforward. He says exactly what he wants to say. And when he says it, he means it. You're not doing much. Why are you here? You realize we're already at two, right? We're at two. Keep going down the list. Stock down. Stock down, guys. guys. And we're going to get to some stock up, guys. That's not, that's not bad. Another stock down? Darren Fells. Mm. You, you want to take this one? I'm just keeping track of the number. That's three, we'll huh? Right now, three. Three. And all of these are? Gang guys. Gang guys. Let me say this. I don't think Fields gets he makes it to the fifty three roster. Wow. I mean, I think he makes it. I don't think he makes well, thinks he makes it. We already had two young guys that we drafted last season with a tight end position. Uh, and a lot of people are super high on the third round draft pick from this season at tight end. Fails is a guy that is very expendable. And if you're expendable, especially with the two Jordan twins and Cahill Warren then the possibility of keeping four tight ends on a roster, damn, that is, is not good. And on top of that, yeah, you may be the best blocking tight end. We understand that. But let's be honest. Right now, the Texans are looking for a different dynamic on that offense. And those tight ends collectively can do that. And I believe collectively they can all assist in their blocking game when fails – if you're not looking good right now when it's not really the most serious time of the season, of the offseason, you know, it's not even July yet, like I mentioned earlier, then the chances of you making that 53-man roster win as the fourth, because you're not going to not sign your third rounder. We know he's going to at least get a year, at, at the very least. Those two guys, the Jordan guys from last year, they had a good season for what they did collectively. So as a new guy with fails coming into the system, you're the odd man out. You can go. And unfortunately, I was with a second-round draft pick, cornerback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to put him under Lonnie's guys because he's a rookie, but Lonnie Johnson Jr. isn't. And Aaron Colvin combined. Those two DBs, mm-hmm. the, the cornerbacks, they're not. Doing well. That's five. I can't. We can't really. Let's not. He drafted them. John. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. You got to get him. It don't matter. He drafted him. He did draft him. So they're still what? Game Game guys. guys. Good news is Deontay Foreman is really looking good. I'm really excited about hearing about Deontay. Um, I'm really excited about hearing about Deontay Foreman. Um. Doing really well. I, I, the running back position is going to be really interesting in 2019. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, there's also a Josh Ferguson. Uh, you guys are probably saying who? While you're at home, when we when I just said Josh Ferguson, he's another running back who spent the last couple of years uh, in the end division rival in Indy. Uh, only has 16 carries to his name. Uh, he's had 23 receptions over the last two seasons. It was on a practice call for week one in October 2018 before being released. And it was signed and released by the Patriots in a two-day span. There goes another Patriot name. There it goes, being like Big Brother again. <laughs> but 
Uh, apparently, he's been tearing it up right now in practices. The team loves him, and he's just doing his thing. I, I personally, I believe there'll be a running back by committee in that backfield uh, until maybe they feel like the one-cut back foreman can take over 100% fully because of um, – Because of Lamar Miller's age, he is getting up in age and production. I think if a, if that offensive line is still um, continuing to grow and they could build off that eight-game win streak they had last season and turn that eight-game into a 16-game win streak and play very well collectively, then Lamar Miller will have another good season, possibly over 1,000 yards because he can still do a lot. He's still a good runner. But you sometimes guys suffer from uh, offensive lines, and that's just a – 100% true. Point out, point blank, period. So, um, But there are guys that we are expecting to really tear it up. They're doing well right now. Vincent Smith, receiver. Talked about him early on in the offseason. He's doing really well uh, for the Houston Texans doing OTAs. It's just the guys that were initially head scratchers. That if game was here, it would be a calling for we need we need an explanation behind this. We initially had head scratches about who? Macalio. Yeah, head scratches about majority of all these guys we named. Bradley Smith. Even even Bradley Roby. But Brad, I'm sorry, Brad, Bradley Roby. Um, you know, I was signed. never big on that signing to begin with. You wasn't. Neither was I on Macalio. Uh, a guy who missed you an really entire year of Mac 2018. I, I, mean, I don't hate any anybody. Well, you really hate the Mac Khalil signing. I hated that signing. You missed 2018 for due to knee injury. One thing the Texans suffer with is stability at that offensive line position. And you had the third most cap space in the NFL. That's out of 32 teams. Out of 32 teams, you had the third most money to play with. And you went out and you signed a bunch of one-year deals. And in and, 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 and return, the stock is down right now. Now, let's say one thing. It's not July. So there's room for panic in a sense. But when these guys, the names that we're mentioning, it's only proven what people were saying the whole time. Why did we sign him in the first place? Because we had, because the Texans had Brian Gain as their general manager. Plain and simple. So you don't like the Macalil signing. Do you hate that more than the Chris Paul signing? Nothing will get hated more than that Chris <laughs> Paul signing. Real, well, I will say this. Unlike Chris Paul. Matt Khalil will probably only be in Houston for one year, making only $7.5 million. That's nice. Hmm. Okay. I just, I'm just saying, because I just feel so much animosity towards you when you started talking about Matt Khalil. I like, just, here's the thing. We've talked about it, and we, the, I've said it, and I'll keep saying it because that's how I feel. The Texans can either be really good next year because of of some of the upgrades or they can be below what they were last year because of they didn't make the right upgrades when you had the money to do so. And going out with these one-year deals, especially to a guy that missed the 2018 season with a knee injury when we had Central Henderson go down with an with with injury and we've had so many 
ups and downs with our offensive line, adding a guy that didn't play an entire season. And on top of that, you didn't go out and try to make an attract. You didn't make an attempt for Trent Williams when he made it known that he wanted to be gone. The sense that makes to me is zero. And I don't understand it. And I honestly, I, I, I believe they made the right decision by letting go of game. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. Thankfully, we have a better GM than the Houston Texans did. Shout out to David Locke, the Locked On Podcast Network GM, founder, GM. Does it all, that Locke guy. So shout out to him. Uh, and shout out to his new point guard, Mike Conley. <laughs> The Jazz did get Conley in a trade, and I think that'll tremendously help out the Utah Jazz. But this is the Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily news for your Texans talk. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and as always, Cody Davis. Please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Houston, keep an umbrella in your car, a towel, and a bottle of water. Because you absolutely have no idea what weather you're going to get within a 24-hour time span. This is Locked On Texas Podcast. Until next time, subscribe to YouCanArgueThatSports.com and friend us on Facebook as well. We're out. You are Locked On Texas. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.